What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bring the Juice podcast. I'm your co-host, Derek Larger, and with me again this week is Andrew. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. It's uh, the start of the new league year for agency-wise come 4 p.m., and there are a lot of big names that are still out there, and I'm looking forward to seeing where they land. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, the news we were talking about just before the podcast, Dante Fowler getting a deal with the Falcons. So that's interesting for them. And yeah, it's about roughly an hour before the start of the new year uh, for the NFL. And, you know, it's uh, definitely going to be fun to see where the rest of these free agents go. Uh, Andrew, we'll just kind of talk about this before we get into our topic. Uh, Obviously, with as we've been putting out a lot of content here uh, this week, and we're certainly planning to do a lot more of it here in the next few weeks as well. Uh, especially with <laughs> hitting a thousand subscribers and all the new subscribers that we've been getting. We want to be able to give great content to the new people that are just coming to the channel and to the subscribers that have been here for a while. Uh, is it is it fun uh, for you to, you know, have to keep doing as much content as we've been doing to try and keep everybody up to date with everything? Oh, absolutely. I, I enjoy being a guest and, and you guys have been kind enough to have me on multiple times and um, it, it's really enjoyable for me. It's it's uh, something I can do in my spare time to keep me busy. Uh, yep. And, you know, I've talked about how much I love the NFL. So, you know, creating quality content like this, you know, there's there's nothing like it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> with as much content as we've been getting, it's been really, really fun these last few days. And, Speaking of fun, uh, today we have a fun discussion to have for sure with Philip Rivers now being signed with the Indianapolis Colts. Most presume that Philip Rivers is going to be the starter for this next 2020 season, when and if that actually starts. And now we have the question of who is going to be left out of the Colts locker room in the QB room because now the Colts have over $50 million invested into quarterbacks right now. You have obviously Phillip Rivers with the one-year, 25-year, and then you have uh, uh, Brissett with $21 million uh, in bonuses and everything, Hoyer here for five, and you have Chad Kelly who's under a $750,000 contract. So basically we've been talking a lot about Jacoby Brissett. I think uh, most I think you and I could probably both agree that Brian Hoyer is going to be cut this off season. Yeah. I, I mean, I, honestly, you know, and this is no disrespect to Brian Hoyer. Um, he's kind of, he, he's had his fair share of chances with multiple teams. Uh, and quite honestly, to, to put this, you know, very frankly, um, <laughs> his performance with the dolphins was enough to, to release him right after that game. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I have a very strong feeling he'll be gone uh, come four o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, and I was thinking the same thing too. It's kind of sad that it's come to that, but yeah, we're, we're both in agreement that Hoyer's going to be gone. If anyone's been seeing what uh, Cody's been saying, uh, we know that he's thinking he's going to be gone. And then obviously, what you have with Jacoby Brissett uh, that leaves to wonder what the Colts are going to try to do. So. Let's see. Let's see. First thing here for those that actually want to keep Jacoby Brissett. There's let's say there's a small portion of Colts media and Colts fans out there who 
really want to see Brissett have another chance. What what would you say to them, Andrew, if that, for those that really want to see Jacoby Brissett be the QB of the future for the Colts, potentially? I, I'd say, you know, it's not entirely realistic, and here's why. Um, you look at how well Jacoby Brissett played at the start of last season, you know, five and two. I can't remember his exact touchdown to interception ratio, but it, but it was solid. And then, you know, after he had that leg injury, um, and, and honestly, even a little bit before then, you sort of saw his numbers dip, um, mm-hmm. and that's never a good thing. You know, if you're, and we've talked about this before uh, on the podcast, but if you're, quote, you know, the guy moving forward, you certainly can't have your numbers dip, uh, especially at the most crucial points within the season, which is typically mid-season to late season, because that's when playoff brackets start to come together, um, or playoff seating, I should say, and that's really when you know you're with if you're in the uh, the thick of things, and obviously the Colts weren't at that point in time, and and a large part was because injury or not, Jacoby Brissett just sort of nose dove into into the NFL oblivion, I suppose, if you will. Uh, maybe that's a bad a bad phrase, but he just he just didn't play well, um, I, especially towards the end of last season, and so. I don't really see the Colts holding on to him maybe as a backup, but you know, look at his salary, you know, I think it's 15 million again or something close to that this upcoming season. And as you had mentioned earlier, Derek, then, you know, the Colts have 50 plus million invested into their quarterbacks this season. And I just, I just don't realistically see it from a quality player perspective or from a cap space perspective for Indianapolis. Yeah, and obviously we saw Brissett just dip in production. And if you're going to be a franchise guy for years to come, you're you can't have so many question marks uh, attached to your name on how you're going to play. And that's why it just doesn't seem like the right fit. So now the big question with Jacoby Brissett is, what do you what do you do with Jacoby Brissett? So. Obviously, uh, you trade him or release him. So here's the situation you have if you're going to trade, uh, if you're going to trade a guy like Jacoby Brissett, and if you release him. So if the Colts decided to release him today, uh, they would be saving eight million dollars in cap space, but they're also spending almost that same amount in dead cap. That's basically what the situation is. If you trade him and get some kind of uh, compensation out of it, whether it be a fifth, sixth, seventh rounder, or even higher, I don't really care. Uh, Just something. And then you can get rid of that dead cap. Then you'll be saving over 15 million in cap. And then you get some kind of draft compensation out of it. Uh, Do you think that, there's some sort of trade value for Jacoby Brissett, or do you think it's just something that the Colts are going to have to release him on? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it really falls in line with, with, with what the Colts are, are trying to do moving forward. We saw the Phillip Rivers deal be a one-year thing, which tells me, and I'm sure it would tell most Colts things as well, that the Colts are probably going to look to draft a quarterback at some point come April. And so, um, as far as the trade trade uh, market goes for Brissett, I could see maybe somewhere between a, a fourth to seventh round pick. I can't mm-hmm. see anything higher. And quite honestly, Derek, if the Colts were to receive a first through third, um, it would be a miracle. And <laughs> that's not an indictment on Brissett. It just goes to show you that 
again, it just speaks to, to how he, how he played this past season, particularly towards the end. And, um, you know, I'm not really sure if, if other teams view him as a long-term answer uh, either. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's pretty much how it is with the money situation. You're just thinking, what can I possibly get out of Jacoby Brissett in any way, shape or form? And obviously they have to do something that they have to get rid of him, whether they pre release or trade, because how are you supposed to address that QB room given, you know, you just brought in another guy to pretty much replace him. And, you know, I, I'm hoping that they can get some kind of draft compensation out of him. I'm not sure what to expect from this. Uh, obviously, like I said, you know, that extra seven and a half to eight million that we save by actually trading him versus releasing him would certainly go a long way to possibly getting another free agent this offseason uh, versus, you know, everything else. Uh, you know, I think I saw the stat line that if you cut, if you cut Hoyer and you cut, uh, and you traded, uh, Jacoby Brissett, you would be going from roughly 22 million in cap to almost 38 million in cap. So that certainly does a lot of help for the Colts if they're wanting to do that. And that's pretty much what we got on Jacoby Brissett. One thing I'll ask you before we finish this, uh, what did you what did you think of the comments made by Daniel Jeremiah on NFL Network when he was asked about uh, Philip Rivers' attitude coming to Indy? Uh, reports coming out that he's super excited to be in Indy. His family loves that they're going to be back in Indianapolis, and he can't wait to be reunited with his old coach and be a part of the coaching staff that he once was so long ago. He just seems like he wants to be here for a while, even stating that he wanted to stay here for multiple years. He didn't want to just be here for one. He wanted to, you know, kind of keep his family around for a few years and maybe make a, a better name for himself than he has over the last few years. What did, what did you make of those comments? Well, I think obviously Philip Rivers is very excited and he should be, uh, you know, as you mentioned, Derek, he gets to reunite with Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni who coached him for a while back when they were the San Diego chargers uh, just a few short years ago. Uh, and so he should be excited. Um, you know, and I will say this, although Philip Rivers did say that he would like to maybe be in Indianapolis a bit longer than just a year. Uh, and I think he knows this, it's going to obviously come down to his productivity this, this coming season, because you bring in a guy like Philip Rivers, he's obviously going to be, we would think, you know, the starting quarterback in 2020, um, unless, you know, uh, obviously barring some sort of injury. Um, but but as far as his comments go, um, I'm very happy for him. I think he's going to come in and, and do and do quality things for the Colts. There are people that think that, you know, maybe he doesn't have enough left. Um, I, I don't entirely agree with that. Uh, you look at, you know, the, the 2018 season where he, led the Chargers to or was part of the Chargers team that went 12 and four and was arguably one of the most uh, well constructed and talented football teams within that uh, playoffs. So I think Rivers is, is going to be a good fit and I'm excited to see what he brings this year. Oh, absolutely. I'm the same way. You mentioned that 2018 season. I mean, people kind of forget he was a top three MVP candidate that year too. So 
you know, he, he had a rough uh, few years with the Chargers over the last few years. Uh, roster just wasn't really built well from the foundation up. Uh, they obviously had some big name guys like Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon. And, you know, it's kind of the same thing that we remind people of Andrew Luck. You can have all these great weapons. It doesn't matter if you don't have an offensive line that's going to keep you from getting hit every play, then your numbers are going to reflect that. And that's what people are trying to say, you know, when it comes to Rivers interception numbers and his touchdown numbers, like, yeah, just kind of try to take it into context of he had one of the worst offensive lines in football and and the team was just not being well managed. He's in a completely different situation now and a much better ran uh, organization has a great offensive line and the weapons will come and they just have to stay healthy. So it's certainly nice to see that Philip Rivers is taking this with uh, a really great uh, attitude and I can't wait to see it. So thank you guys so much again. That is our take on trade releasing or keeping Jacoby Brissett. Uh, there will be a lot more news going on, I'm sure, over the next week or a couple weeks. We are almost a month away from the NFL draft. Uh, we certainly can't wait for that. Thank you all again so much for the support, and go Colts!